lifeboats from six stations, helicopters, aircraft, mounted police on the shore. This has been one of the most extensive searches for many years. Why is that so? Well, just think about it. One canoeist out there in the open sea, no navigational aids, no homing beacon, no radio equipment. I knew the day that John had gone missing, that he had gone missing, uh, and that he planned it. Police were today scouring the dense woods of Windsor Great Park in their hunt for Joanna Brown's body. Today, her estranged husband, Robert Brown, appeared in court, charged with murdering her and of preventing a coroner from holding an inquest by disposing of her body in an unknown place. Police emergency. Hiya, I want to talk to Blotter's missing police. Right, how old is she? Nine. Nine? Yeah. What the caller? Shannon Matthews. Has she been missing before? No, it's her time. You phoned the police when you knew where she was? We're not suspecting anything. So why didn't you tell the police where, where she was at that time? Because I didn't exactly know where she was. Sadly, on, on the evening of uh, Friday the 15th of January, uh, we received a, a call from a concerned friend uh, of the deceased. The deceased is a lady who we believe to be uh, Sadie Hartley. Sadie is 60 years of age and lives a, a, at an address here on Sunnybank Road in Helmshaw. Some of the voices are talking to me. You need to make a sacrifice or we're going to come and get you. You need to do it. And I saw him. It was, where, it was laying on the grass. Like that, like. I stabbed him first there, and I've done it a few times. While I was doing that, my voices were laughing and laughing and laughing louder and louder. Can't please have an emergency? Yeah, I've just been attacked in my ass. Do you need an ambulance at all? Yeah, I think I might be, yeah. Yeah, okay, just bear mm. with me and we'll get somebody to you. Can I just take your name? Foster Christian. Sorry? Top. Foster Christian. So did you, did you have any involvement in the, uh, the death of the male that we just spoke about a short while ago, Gabriel Cavari or Gabriel Klein? No, I didn't. So, were you involved in administering any drugs or poisons or noxious substances to him? No, I don't administer drugs to anyone or give drugs to anyone. Um, Stephen, did you have any involvement in his death? I did not, know. no. Did you kill Jack Taylor? I did not, know. Yes. Why are you searching for boy drugged rape? And that search, I can tell you, or those, some of those searches occurred during the evening of the 12th, shortly before midnight. A British couple arrived at court in a police van to face punishment for killing their children. A judge sentenced Mick Philpot to life behind bars for the deaths of six of his children who died in a house fire in England last summer. Victory today! They've gone down! Prosecutors say the Philpots planned to start a fire, rescue their sleeping children and pin the blame on a former mistress to win a child custody battle. I'm pleased justice has been achieved for the six children who died in this fire. But I have to say that I derive no pleasure from the conviction of Mick and Mairead Philpott and Paul Mosley. Season one of They Walk Among Us is available exclusively on They Walk Among Us Plus. 
In our first season, we covered the disappearance of Shannon Matthews, the canoe man John Darwin, teacup poisoner Graham Young, Mick and Maraid Philpot, Stephen Port the Grinder Killer, and the life and crimes of Charles Bronson. As a subscriber to They Walk Among Us Plus, you not only receive access to a series of bonus episodes unavailable elsewhere, but you can also hear our episodes several days early and ad-free. For more details, please visit patreon.com forward slash They Walk Among Us or search for They Walk Among Us on Apple Podcasts.